0: Time now for The Simple Plate, where we take a look at local foods being grown and, in some instances, prepared by local people. Natasha Lancour is our guest this morning. She has a business called Royal Roots Garden, and she joins us on the phone as our guest. Hey, Natasha, good morning. It's nice to
1: have you with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me here.
0: So tell us a little bit about, well, first of all, we have to ask you about the name of your garden, Royal Roots Garden, and then how, what the, you know, what the seeds of your business were, so to speak.
1: Yes. So Royal Roots um, was created um, out of the passion to entertain family and community, um, alongside with youth. and it's more like my version of healing. So it's through, like, frameworks like being trauma-informed, um, restorative justice, um, gardening, nature, and sustainability as well. Um, you know, I especially want to focus on, you know, people of color. So, you know, it's important to me that it's um, something that, you know, is, is a passion of mine, but it's also led by me, you know, a woman of color. So, yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to focus on kind of, like, wellness and planting and music and Nature, you know, environment is important. Um, You know, healing is very important because I feel like it eludes um, people of color. Um, The healing often eludes people of color in order to build a trauma-informed healing community. um, I think that there needs to be some values um, with the intersections of cultural identities. So people like me, um, you know, we must rediscover who we are, you know, outside of society that kind of sometimes wishes to suck you know, authentic spiritual growth and self-love. Um, Royal Rooks is um, me. Royal Rooks is our community. Royal Rooks is, a you know, a higher calling just for, you know, people that um, are on a journey right now. You know, the world is at a kind of crazy place, but at the same time it is right where it's supposed to be. There's a lot of healing going on, a lot of people in my community building businesses for themselves. And so, you know, I think that it's a reinventing time for, you know, us, and who we are as a people um, in general.
0: I love the idea of this being a reinvention time. Um, we're discovering, it's, it's interesting that at a time when we're, when our worlds are smaller in a sense than they've maybe ever been, because we're staying at home and we're not out interacting and distracting, at the same time, we're more aware of a lot of things around us that perhaps we've taken for granted yeah. or just had not looked at more yeah. closely. And a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, you say, oh, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. And somebody in the crowd is gonna say, no, normal wasn't working. And so I think that, that kind of insight and that kind of enlightenment certainly must be uh, a good thing. I'm curious, when you talk, about, you, you talk about all of these issues that are so important and so germane to any community, but in particular a community that maybe has lacked a lot of resources, um, I've even read and heard some interesting conversations about a lack of therapists of color so that you can't necessarily be sure if you were to go in to talk to somebody to try to process some of these things that the person you were talking to could really get it how did you hit on it sounds like there there are a lot of different avenues you might have been able to take to try to affect this healing to try to affect this bringing together of people in a in a supportive community what was it about food in particular that made you say, yeah, this is the right path for me?
1: Yeah. You know what? I think um, for me, you know, I've always been, you know, on a, on a journey of healing. And um, I think that was something that started in 2000, 2010. Um, I have always been kind of just seeking, just you know, where I belong, and you know, God has put me in a lot of different places purposely. You know, there's a lot, of, there's a will, you know, kind of like set out for my life, and so um, in that journey, I've experienced a lot of different, a lot of different things wearing like multiple hats, and you know, it's always centered and rooted in community. It's always rooted in just the support of people. You know, we need people to to connect. We need people for resonance. We need people. For healing, and it's always been that. And in searching for healing, there has been um, opportunities for me to um, offer healing to other people just by resonating with people, by um, you know showing an authenticity, authenticity of love for people, and you know that goes to the goes to like the work that I've done with um, the Girl Power for the YWCA, uh, Menace Peacemakers Girls Group, some work that I did at Dental High School with some. Some youth of color there, um, and just in the community of Duluth, with you know the MLK marches and um, just the organizational work that I've done with youth. Period. It's always been healing to be able to just be an ear or a shoulder for someone that is going through something. And sometimes we don't even know we're going through trauma. We just going we're just going through it. And sometimes when you sit down and you're able to talk to someone and have someone help you, just kind of like lay it all out on the table. You understand that you know it takes just speaking about things, you know, it's validation. It's like, yeah, you know, I am going through that right now and just letting that simmer, letting that sit. And so I've been able to witness a lot of people's healing. Um, And so, like, well, you know, when I moved out to my home, I had bought a house out here in Superior, Wisconsin. Um, It was sort of symbolic that there was a garden in the back, and I, at that time, I've never liked gardens. Uh, You know, I was just like, oh, you know, it's not something that, you know, I've done. But I, I try to douse myself into that to just try to challenge myself to try it. And so, you know, at the time, you know, I was also needing healing as well. And I really didn't know that because I was on this journey and I was seeking to heal other people that I was also on the journey to feel or to be able to experience what healing was like. Um, and it wasn't intentional. It was just something that I was doing. I was seeking to be in um environment or seeking to be around Healing experiences, and so it, it grew me. But in the gardens, when I it finally hit me that I was also on this journey of healing myself, um, being in the soil, and you know, just trying out planting seeds, like with no no experience, not not even like any background in agriculture. I just started planting seeds myself, and um, you know, as throughout the summertime, you know, seeds would blossom and food would grow, and. You know, I knew that there was an importance to this food that I was eating because I grew it. And I knew that it was organic. And what I put in it, it was healing that I put in it. It was, it was memories. It was experiences. I would invite, you know, friends and family out here, you know, uh, friends like Caprice Brown. I would invite her out here, and she would bring her um, her mother-in-law, Maggie, out here. We would just be in the soil together. My kids would be in the soil. My husband, Brody Lancourt, he would be in the soil, and we would all be out there gathering and nobody really knew that naturally we were connecting and we were healing um, because you knew it felt good when you were in it, but you also knew it felt good when you left it and you wanted to come back to it. And it was a process of being able to, to clear your mind, to, to let the world just stop for a moment and not have to focus on, um, you know, focus on these things that, you know, that we can never turn off, you know, putting your cell phone down just really connecting to the soil, connecting to the seeds, and knowing that, you know, that, that we're rooted in that. We are rooted in, you know, we come we come from, from greatness. We come from, you know, the kingdom. And so for me to be in that soil, it reminded me of the importance of all the work that I do, the importance of community, the importance of, you know, my people, the importance of people in general to actually find different ways to heal, um, alternative ways to heal. So... I'm just sitting in the garden and I'm looking around and I'm like, there's so much yard back here that I want other people to feel this. I want my people to feel this." And so, um, you know, and it's not something that, you know, in our community, in the black community is normalized, you know, gardening or, or farming or agriculture. Um, And I know that because I tried to seek out people like myself and I found very few. Um, One person in mind is um, Jinga, a friend of mine and she kind of reached out to me and, um, you know, there's women out there and there's people that are doing it, but we need to make sure that we are, um, making a lifestyle around it. So I'm hoping that I can create a gathering space that provides outdoor, you know, programming for families and community and youth that's specific to our people of color, but it's open to everybody. And it's all about reinventing yourself. It's a healing space. Um, and like I said, through frameworks of just trauma, being trauma-informed, um, I hope that we can focus on, you know, wellness, spirituality, planting, music, and nature, because I'm also an artist. Um, but, you know, I could talk your ears off all day about... You
0: know, I, uh, this is, no, this is really exciting. Okay, so you got to know, Natasha, I wasn't going to make a big production out of this, but you got to know that that I'm the vegetables and I... We're not on speaking terms, you know? I mean, I acknowledge that they have a right to be there, but am I going to eat them? You've got to be kidding me. Uh, You know, I've always said until they grow a Twinkie bush, I'm not really interested in picking my own food. However, the more gardeners I talk to and the more people like you that are so passionate about what you're doing and about what it means, the more people like me go... Wow, I'm interested. I want to learn more about that. Talk about your your business now. Obviously, I'm sure you're itching to get out into the garden like all the gardeners are, but it's going to take a little while yet. What uh, are you, so you're selling little little sprouts? Is that the idea? Or, or no, they're not sprouts. They're microgreens. And you got to yeah. tell me. You got to I am dying to know what is micro broccoli. And is it not as nasty as full regular broccoli?
1: <laughs> it's not. It is not <laughs> nasty at all. Um, you know what? Micro broccoli could be any root plant. It is basically the baby plant before it matures, a baby vegetable before it matures. Um, so depending on what types of vegetables that you like to eat, there's different varieties. Um, there could be collards. There could be sunflower microbes. There can even be micro microbes that are sweet. It's now so we're people. talking. Now we're talking. Yes, yes. <laughs> people always, we always think that, oh, vegetables and, you know, that green and that weird taste and that soil taste. But at the end of the day, there's so many different um, flavors and there's so many opportunities for you to expose yourself to have a taste palette. And that's something that, you know, I offer. You know, I like to take ideas from people in the community and say, hey, you know, I don't really like um, radishes. But I'm, you know, I'm curious about, you know, cantaloupe, something sweet to throw on top of my, my salad. And so, you know, I, I challenge, I challenge you, you know, I challenge anybody to try to come, like up their, up their health kick this year, and really just start to put things into your body that nourishes it, and go on an adventure of finding out what is it that you do like, um, what are the things that you do like, whether it's sweet, salty, um, spicy. Um, there are some things that, you know, you could put on your plate that, you know, I would be able to provide people to be able to say, you know what, I didn't like this before, or I never knew that this could be something that, you know, could be grown in such a small way, but be, have such an impact on my body. You know, that rushes to my blood. that gives you that energy to get up in the morning. You know, you can juice certain, certain micros, uh, especially wheatgrass. Um, wheatgrass is something that can, that will just jump into your blood system and just kind of just give you that energy and that kick you need. Um, you know, ginger will restore, you know, a lot of bacteria or cleanse out a lot of bacteria in your guts. It helps with, you know, um, cramps, you know, from, from people that have their cycle. And so for me, um, I know that right away. When I get up in the morning, I'm trying to give me some microgreens or get some vegetables in my diet so that it can feel good. And it doesn't have to be a lot. That's the thing. Um, it can be a small cup, a half cup, just as long as you just collaborate in something in your diet that's going to give you that extra kick and it, it makes all the difference. Trust me. You know, um, a cup of radishes is like basically micro radishes would be like eating 40 mature size cups of radishes, 40 times that. Wow. And so if you think about it, you don't have to eat a lot to feel good. You don't have to eat a lot to get, to get some, you know, to get some health in your diet, some nutritional you know, factors in your diet. And so, um, I, you know, I challenge everybody to to try microgreens and just to get a feel for it. And if it's something that you're not, you don't know about, do a little bit of research and say, hey, can you throw this on the menu? And that's a possibility. So, yeah. Well, they're,
0: I mean, they're small and they're harmless. You don't like, you know, you don't have to put, as you, you know, as you talked about, you don't have to put like an entire cup on your sandwich. You can just sprinkle no. a few on the top. And I love the idea of... You're the first person I've heard say, "Find out what you like." instead of saying, "Eat this, it's good for you." you're saying, yep. "Find out what you like." What yeah, a great absolutely. what a what a great idea. Natasha, we'll get a link set up on our website so folks can find out more about Royal Roots garden. and I can't thank you enough for joining us this morning uh, on the simple plate what a what a treat to have you with us. Thanks again.
1: I appreciate you guys, and I also want to do a shout out today. Happens to be my 11 year anniversary, so I want to do a shout out to my husband, Brody Lancor. Happy anniversary, love! Oh, that's so
0: sweet. Did you grow him like little chocolate microgreens for <laughs> for the, your anniversary? You know what? He
1: he's had enough of that. So <laughs> today, today, today we'll have we'll probably have microgreens on our eggs, but you know we're gonna um probably do something special for each
0: other. Congratulations, Natasha, and thanks again so much for being our guest this morning. Natasha Lancour, our guest on The Simple Plate, she is the owner, horticulturist, community activist, and program coordinator of Royal Roots Garden. We'll get a link set up on our website so you can find more information.